What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Kafaro Cast. I'm here with the one and only Aaron Snyder, and we are in the presence Hi. of greatness. We have a culinary mastermind, Spencer from Off Grid. Oh, geez. Oh, OG. Culinary mastermind. <laughs> the OG of Off Grid. I don't know, but whatever that new cashew one was, I ate so much, I think I shit out a complete cashew. Uh, what is it? You just, the new one? That, uh, yeah, we just came out with a new blueberry cashew trail mix, so. Well, that it's, one's money, everyone. It's been yeah, it's been pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to need you to speak in the microphone. Oh, you I keep nervous. Leaning, I keep leaning around back like there. a ping pong ball. <laughs> <laughs> I do that anyways, man. If I'm on the phone, I just yeah. walk and pace around. Shh, I'm going to make Do you got ADHD or something? Yes. My buddy, uh, totally off subject, he lives in Hood River, Johnny Portado. He has ADHD, and he, like, he would lose his shit so much, you'd worry about your own shit, right? Like, you'd be reaching in, like, feeling your pockets, because, like, go to the airport, no driver's license, no no wallet, shit Do like I that. Have everything? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you pretty hyperactive? Yeah. Yes, I am. I, I am, too, and it drives my wife crazy. She's like, well, what are you doing? Calm down. This bear's intimidating. Um yeah, only, well, yeah, for people at home, we just put the uh, the bear rug on the table, and it's a little weird. I guess you can pet it if you get. You guys are uh, asking nose. Nose <laughs> No, nose I wasn't because I'm gonna end up on making hunting great again if I do anything to this bear <laughs> abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> do not do anything to the bear. I'm just it's got a little sleeve back here by the butt too, so that's weird. I'm on the weird end of this thing. Yeah, we could turn it around. Um, <laughs> so you. Uh, uh, how long ago did you get started? Because you're you're just a boy. How old are you? <laughs> Entrepreneur, I, am, uh, I guess. Yeah, uh, 31. There you so. go. Well, were you just like, you know, I really don't want to work a real job and I got to figure something out? Or was this something you planned ahead on? No, yeah, that, uh, pretty much the first part. Um, so <laughs> I was doing a... Uh, I was kind of there too. Did a, couple, uh, did a couple years in oil and gas and had to put the old fancy pants on and didn't really uh, like that. So found a uh, opportunity to go guide full-time for a season um did that and off-grid kind of came as a result of that didn't really have a job after that ended um and kind of saw uh, you know opportunity there and a gap in the market so it kind of came uh, all came together way faster than uh, anticipated but it's been a lot of fun man so we're almost uh will be about two years here in uh in mayish it has to be uh, a sim, uh, quite a bit of a pain in the butt getting all that uh, going because you, well, lay everybody out on how they can find you, what you offer, because obviously we already know because we eat the hell out of it, but uh, probably should knock that out of the park right away because I've already forgotten. Give it to us. Yeah, so Rub we... Rub some funk on it. Yeah, we, make, on, a, we no. make a full line <laughs> of kind of, I guess, what we'd call backcountry foods, um, and we've kind of always had a you know, kind of focus on the, on the hunting community. Um, so we make a line of breakfast trail mix. We do a jerky and then, uh, kind of just started out with, uh, the full freeze dried dinners. Um, so mostly, you know, direct to consumer, uh, our website is the best, easiest place to find us and, and find the products, but, um, trying to kind of reach out and get a little more, uh, what wholesale is that website? It is www.offgridfood.co.co. And then you do, because we just started working with Cody Rich, you work with the Backcountry Fuel Box a little bit too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing a handful of stuff with Cody, trying to get some stuff worked in there every few months or so and get that in the box, which has been a lot of fun. So sounds like uh, we're going to do another little breakfast with them next month for uh, the list you guys kind of put together. So that should be fun as well. Nice. 
Yeah, that'll be cool. How many uh, how many employees do you have now? Because you, you did you just start off by yourself, or was it like you and your wife, or what's the uh, yeah. what's it look like right now? No, it's pretty much um, just me, and yeah, my wife helps out with uh, with some of the stuff, and then um, just hired a, a guy last summer uh, to kind of help out with some of the production stuff. So he's uh, yeah, he's been awesome. He's uh, you know, kind of just let him go, and he handles a lot of the production stuff now, um, as far as like the oatmeal's and the trail mix and some of the stuff that we make there. So. Yeah, he's he, and he's a big hunter too, so it's fun. It's pretty much just the two of us, and um, it's, like a uh, big it's, body, or he hunts a lot. <laughs> he hunts a lot. <laughs> <Got so. you. laughs> yeah. he's uh, uh, I'm the I'm the bigger hunter of the two, uh, physically. <laughs> um, Semi short for my weight, but it you happens. Got to test the product, man. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's been a lot of fun, man. So it's pretty much just uh, just the two of us, and it's keeping us both super busy and. Uh, kind of getting ready for another uh, summer season, so should be good. Now, where is your uh, hinterland? Where are you at now? I mean, I already know, but... Yeah, we're up in uh, Bellingham, Washington area, so kind of the northwest corner of, of Washington up there, um, right on the coast and right south of the Canadian border. A. A. Gotcha. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, we could see right where we were up on Baker for the goats that we actually, a couple parts, you'd like, you know, bounce back and forth and forth into Canadian cell service, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah. But, but a cool area. Not a lot of animals up there, but uh, really, I mean, one of the more beautiful places you'll ever see. Yeah, it is. It is gorgeous. Um, we're like I said, we're right on the coast, and the mountains kind of go straight up from there. So, yeah, lots of cool country. Uh, like you said, not a whole lot of critters. Um, the critters that are up there are pretty cool. Um, some big blacktail that are very few and far between. Lots of goats, and then a uh, um, small handful of elk up where we are. Gotcha. So what? Um if, it, like total, how long between like conception and execution and all that uh, did this take to get going with off grid? Yeah, so man, we were like I said, it kind of came. The idea kind of came when I was guiding. So I think I was having lunch with a client on a muzzleloader hunt. So say October was when the idea kind of really came together, and then he kind of mentored me through a lot of it and really kind of talked me into it, um, one of the clients I had. So that was uh, kind of a cool little, I guess, kind of start to it. He really kind of pushed me and, and made me do it. He's like, well, you're not doing anything else. Why wouldn't you do this? I'm like, well, it's <laughs> easier said than done, Larry. You're a <laughs> plastic surgeon. Um, <laughs> so um, from idea to when we actually, I guess, had a product would have been like October to July. Um but I guess we really kind of started churning on getting our poop in a group uh, right after that guide season. So like December, January of that kind of 2017, 2018 transition there is kind of when it was actually kind of coming together and we thought it was actually going to happen. So Were you like, dehi- were you dehydrating your own meals prior? Like, is that what, how it came out or you were eating some of your meals with your buddy or something or? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this shit's delicious. Yeah. It's all, you know, a lot of it's stuff we've been making on our own hunts for years, especially like the breakfast. Um, it's just stuff we've been throwing into Ziploc baggies. Um, I mean, anyone could really make it at home, but you know, we have nice convenient packaging that you can pour water right into. So, um, yeah, it's all, a lot of it's stuff we've been making for a long time on our own hunts. Um, yeah, I did dehydrate a lot of stuff before we kind of went down the path of freeze drying. Um, so yeah, it was fun to, you know, play around with a lot of stuff, you know, kind of had an idea on, you know, a lot of the products like the breakfast and the trail mix of, of what works. Um, obviously, 
like we just talked about, I'm not a nutritionist or anything like that. Um, as you can tell by my looks. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, if you were super skinny, I wouldn't want to eat it because it right. probably wouldn't taste good. You're a little fluffy. I'm like, man, that shit must be good. <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, we, we eat over there. So um, no, man. But yeah, so a lot of that stuff kind of came from stuff we've been making. And then, you know, it's kind of just developed from there into, you know, more products. Um kind of a different a different approach on some of the stuff with the dinners, kind of trying to keep the ingredients all super clean, um, trying to kind of keep everything formulated for what you'd want in the backcountry. Um, and again, that's kind of just based off what what we've used in the past and what what's worked well for us. Um, I'm, I'm not a nutritionist. I haven't really, you know, crunched out the macro numbers or anything like that. Um, did a podcast with uh, Dan, the fitness man on the elk shape one. <laughs> yeah. And he he actually crunched out the numbers on a handful of the products when we were just sitting there talking about it. And he was like, well, it's pretty much spot on of right where I would want it to be. Um, yeah, as far as your macros. Yeah, yeah. So, and that just kind of was a nice little testament that, you know, this is kind of built off of what we've, what, what made us feel good. Um, and then that's kind of what, where it all came from. So, and then obviously now, you know, with the dinners and stuff, trying to keep some new stuff kind of cycling through, um, Probably going to do another another different batch of meals here over the summer, kind of keeping it keeping it fresh. Well, lay it on us. What do you offer now? So we've got three of the breakfasts. You got Taco Tuesday, Buffalo Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taco Tuesday, uh, the Tort Life Special over there. Um, so yeah, we've got eight different dinners. Um, we'll just kind of focus on that because that kind of seems to be the uh, the hype right now, and then. Uh, we're just cycling those through the website, trying to do a batch or two each week, um, just kind of the limited what, capacity what we have. Those? But we've got uh, so we've got four. We use all bison and quail, um, both kind of a licensing and preference thing there. So we've got four bison dinners and four quail dinners. Um, kind of a good mix of stuff. We've got like a bison mac and cheese, a bison fajita bowl a chili and then kind of like a classic, you know, I don't pasta like dish. chili, but that bison yeah, chili is pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty Remember good. I traded you cause it was chilly. And then I, I think on the goat hunt, didn't I trade you for a chili? Or Probably. You, yeah. Anyway. And then I ate one later and I was like, fuck. A little backcountry <laughs> bartering. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it happens, but that, the macaron, well, they're all, I don't know if there's anything you make. I, I don't like the blue rats for breakfast. That's probably my favorite. Mm. But, uh, Frank showed me the what do you call it? Cold oats. Oh yeah, overnight yeah. oats. Overnight oats. I just it, pour uh, pour water in the night before yeah. instead of making it hot, and then when you wake up in the morning, it's ready to go. Yeah, sticks to your to stomach like a woolly mammoth. That <laughs> yeah. way, you're not hungry. <laughs> uh, and then what breakfast do you have? Well, we've got so we've got those four quail or the four bison dinners, and we've also got four quail ones, uh, which kind of I guess there's like a stir fry, a pad thai, a Thai curry, and then uh, yeah, the the taco bowl one. Um, so those are the dinners. And then we've got three flavors of the breakfast, which is just kind of, you know, oats and coconut and almonds and good protein powder. Um, and then the trail mix is kind of almost like a bar that's baked into chunks and then put in a bag. So what's okay. So you've got the OG mountain fuel, I think is what it's called, which is, uh, like a trail mix, but what, what's the one called that is like the bar, uh, because you've got two, and I can't remember the name of the other one. Oh, yeah. We just came out with a new one. It's that blueberry cashew. No, not that one. There's another one that's um, more like big chunks. It's not the OG Mountain Fuel. 
Uh, it's another one. I think I those are the only two trail mixes we do. It might not be a trail mix. It may have another name. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, you might you might not make them anymore. Did you used to make yeah, like a... Oh, yeah, that's right. We did a bar for a little while there. Yeah, um, well, you need to make that again. Those <laughs> yeah, good I like now. those. I like those I know, too. they were good. It's just those like things are a pain right? in the ass to make, to be honest with you. And then the packaging... You know, I think the reason we got rid of those was guys were complaining that, you know, we put like four of those bars in a bag because we don't have the equipment to like single package a bar or it's just really not that efficient. So guys were complaining that it'd get all crunched up into a, you know, one giant ball in their backpack or whatever. And Pussies. Yeah, they just didn't sell very, they just, honestly, they just didn't sell very much. So nope, we kind of got rid of them. Yeah. One I, of my favorites, That actually. was definitely one of my favorites. I like that a lot better than the mountain, the OG mountain fuel, but it's weird with the uh, taste buds, like what? different people like right yeah. like i can't handle lasagna you like lasagna don't you mm-hmm. oh yeah it won't come off the fucking spoon um oh, on, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, i haven't had uh i hate to hit uh the, the mike hotel um but the mh <laughs> but i haven't had that in quite some time since you came out with yours really um even before that and the uh you know the thing as far as like you can pretty much get through anything if you got a five-day hunt and you know you can get away with not you kind of eat anything, especially if you're a little fluffy, you've got a lot of fat to burn and, and you won't burn out. But when you're in the field, as much as we are, you kind of got to think like really for the long game, like not what's, you know, can I make it five days? Some guys go on a diet when they go in the field where, you know, for us, we're doing back to back to back backpacking trips and backpack hunts. And so nutrition's huge. And I mean, the good thing with your stuff is we like to eat all of it. It's not a chore to eat it. It's, it's actually yeah. good. In fact, it's something probably look forward to at the end of the day too fucking much of it. Uh, I was taking two of those blue rasses. How many calories is that? I was <laughs> like two at a time. 650 in each of them or something. Oh, yeah. That's certainly, yeah. A couple of times in the morning, I'm thinking I'm going to pay for this later. I'm going to run out of food, but I'm eating both of these right now. And it was it was good. And then I mixed the blue ras and there was like a, maybe a strawberry one. Yeah, the strawberry and mango, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mixed those two together. Not bad. The nice thing about the breakfast is you don't really have to chew them very much. And I was telling him, like, towards the end of that long mule deer hunt we had, I was like, dude, I'm fucking eating breakfast tonight because I don't feel like chewing anything. Pour a little extra water and just drink it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's no no lie. But what, uh, what are your, I mean, does it look like it's sustainable and growing and something you're going to be able to do the rest of your life at this point? Or do you think it's going to be? something you work as a side or if you're not sure yet yeah no it's um it's man it's uh the support that you know the hunting community has shown us has been awesome so it's it's looking uh it's looking good man i mean we're uh we're still going um and you know it's uh we're kind of prepping up for another big big summer season so you know we keep growing and we're just trying to uh keep up and um get all you know not let anything slip through the cracks and you know we've got a couple of big things we need to make happen to uh kind of get secured for the long term but you know where we're at right now we're pretty much on track so i i can't really complain it's been a lot of fun and it's been a lot of work but um it's been uh you know super satisfying so far any issues like with the fda going through everything oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> that's um are they cocksuckers <laughs> yeah did yeah. you call him a jive turkey <laughs> Put it like that, a yeah, JT? sure. Yeah. No, actually, you know, as far as we go, the FDA is pretty pretty easy. They oversight, they oversee everything that we do, but we're mostly licensed through the state, so they kind of they kind of regulate us through all like the the most of the inspection process and stuff like that. So they, you know, our state organizations and the FDA do work pretty closely together. Um, we just had our big uh, big annual state inspection, and along with that was our big first FDA inspection a couple weeks ago, which we got an A-plus on. 
That's good. Humble first brag. First one I've ever gotten. So I got to brag about something here. Um, Be so, the first one I'd ever gotten. Yeah. So no, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's it was a process, but I think a lot of it um, once you kind of get into it and you know kind of have everything organized how you should and you stay on top of it, um, it's uh, it's a lot to keep up on. But you know, it's it's not hasn't been too much for us. Um, I think that'd be a lot different if we were trying to go the USDA route um, and use beef and chicken and, and pork yeah. in our stuff instead of the bison and quail like we do. So um, that helps us out a lot in, in that sense that we don't have to deal with the USDA just yet. Um, might be something you know we're forced to do down the road as we grow, uh, regardless of whether we're using beef and chicken or pork or bison and quail. They might make us go that way at some point, but um, for now, yeah, it's. Uh, it's a lot of work, but you know we've been keeping up on top of it, um, and we've been keeping our inspectors happy. So <laughs> that's a, that's the, probably the biggest hurdle on you know keeping our doors open um, is dealing with that for sure. Well, the the I would imagine. Well, I mean, this isn't a guess. The buffalo and the quail are a, a cleaner, leaner uh, protein anyway compared to beef. So it's actually probably healthier yeah. in the long run anyway, um, which is a good thing. It probably costs a little bit more. What do your meals cost anyway? So the dinners were, they're all 15 right now. Um, so kind of at that, you know, they're definitely on the upper end of the price level as far as, you know, a freeze dried meal goes. Um, you know, that is a, you know, a result of, you know, we make them all by hand. We, we cook them in a commercial kitchen, like a catering style kitchen that we manage, and then we freeze dry and package it all ourselves. So we're trying to keep, you know, as much hand in that process as we can. Um, just kind of lets us, you know, regulate the quality. Um, it does limit us in the availability um, and how much we can produce. So that's kind of our next big step too, is, you know, what, what we can do to kind of increase our production on the dinner side of it. Um, and then the breakfast and trail mix kind of vary down from there from, I think the, the breakfast is six ninety nine on the website and the trail mix is seven fifty ish. So try to keep, um, you know, most of the stuff pretty reasonable. And then the dinners, yeah, like you said, they're, they're packed with super high quality ingredients, you know, real vegetables. Um, like you just mentioned, yeah, the bison and quail it is, uh, you know, you get a better bang for your buck protein wise and whatnot, but it does at the end of the day cost a little bit more. So a lot of that stuff's organic too, right? Yeah. yeah. We try to use, you know, organic kind of stuff where we can, obviously it's, it's, kind of hard to do all of that and keep the meals at a reasonable price. Um, but for the most part, yeah, the meat is all super high quality. Um, and then the vegetables, all the produce, we try to keep super organic, um, good, clean sugars. Um, just try not to use a whole bunch of processed junk in our, in our products. So that's kind of our, our, uh, standing point on, on the dinners and why they're different. And we're, yeah, we're super, super pleased with them. They've been super good. So you said you're going to come out with some new dinners this year? Yeah, we might. We're going to try and, uh, so right now we've got those eight. Um, we did a couple of nightmarish pre-orders with those last summer. Um, and then uh, now we're kind of, like I said, we're just kind of rolling weekly batches out on the website every Friday. Um, so it's kind of get get those dialed in a little bit more, um, trying to keep uh, keep those up and on the website as much as we can. But. Yeah, because you've had some troubles with... Um keeping keeping up haven't you because i mean i know yeah. i get emails when you're not uh keeping up because people are like where can i find it and i'm like <laughs> uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah well that was the big question for a while is like um you know when are the meals coming out when are the meals coming out and it was just a licensing thing where we were trying and trying to figure out how to do you know something different that's not out there already so we wanted to go the freeze-dried route versus the dehydrated route um 
just gives you more versatility with what you can do and what you can put into, you know, a meal that gets freeze dried and rehydrated in the field at elevation. Um, so yeah, it's been, uh, that's been our biggest problem is like I said, we did a couple of pre-orders last summer, um, and then hit some production issues in the summertime when the, it was 90 degrees in our facility. So those got pushed back a little bit. And so now, you know, not doing any more of those pre-orders that really kind of kicked us in the nuts. So we're just kind of doing the, uh, the weekly, weekly batches every Friday on our website. So, you know, Pacific time noon, every Friday, there should be, you know, six or seven dozen meals, hopefully two varieties. Sometimes we do a double batch of one meal, but we're just kind of trying to cycle those through. And then, yeah, we might introduce a couple of new ones and phase a couple of the original ones we did out from the pre-orders. Um, just kind of trying to, you know, keep it fresh and interesting and kind of get some new stuff out there. So What's the uh, what's the shelf life on on all the different foods? Like yeah. how long can you keep them without eating them? No, good question. Um, I know mine were out of date, and I ate them anyway, and they were good. Yeah, probably yeah. the breakfast. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, how the fucking this go bad? <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of hard. Like I thought it might have been a thing you had to do for it the, is yeah yeah because I was like, it's oatmeal with freeze dried ve- or fruit. It isn't going bad, and I mean, I. No. I didn't even, so, yeah, not something I worry about. But. Yeah, we put a year on the breakfast and just kind of gives us room to have, you know, a little extra time in there just to, and like you said, it's oatmeals and it's almonds and coconut, like it, it'll last, yeah. it'll last longer than we put it on there, but that's kind of like ideally, you know, when it's going to be the freshest. So, and then the dinners, um, obviously those are fully freeze dried, so they've got, you know, they, they'll last for 20, 30 years, just like any other freeze dried meal will, but we put 10 years on them. Um, and that's just kind of what the freeze dryer company we use recommends is like, they'll start degrading in quality after about 10 years. So we kind of put the 10 year mark on the dinners, but Dude, not insane. like it's ever, I don't know, I've never kept a freeze dried dinner for more than a season anyways. So, um, but yeah, they'll last yeah. a long time. Yeah, well, that's good when the zombies come. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> uh, I see right now, for example, because I pulled up the site. So three cheese mac and shredded barbecue bison, you are out of stock. So when will that be in stock? Man, I'd have to look at our production schedule, but that one, I think we just did a batch of that, not this last week, but the week before. So that'll probably be another week or two before we cycle that one on. So we're trying to do. Two meals a week, so I guess what would that be like once, once a month? There should be a couple batches of everything on there. Um, gotcha. So, and that's just a matter of we can only make so many at a time um, and get them on there. But th- they've been going super well. They've been selling out pretty fast. So um, we're definitely trying to work on something to get our production capacity um, up to where we really want it to be on those. So. Without uh, without revealing any industry secrets or anything, what what's the process or how does it start from start to finish, for like going through a, a dinner? Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess the biggest you know, I guess the biggest difference with ours is we kind of we make them all. So I I manage a big uh, commercial kitchen. So the building we've got half of it is a kind of a shared commissary kitchen. So there's caterers, food trucks. Um, you know, people that do private parties, stuff like that. And then, you know, we use that. And then on the other half of the building is kind of where we do all the oatmeals, trail mix, all the, you know, bagging, mm-hmm. packaging and shipping, that kind of stuff. So um, our dinners start, you know, we cook everything cohesively as a full meal um, rather than like freeze dry the peppers and the meat and all that stuff separate. We try to, you know, 
cook it as a cohesive meal so that you can build all those flavors and then freeze dry it. Um, so it's a little it's a little different than you know what's currently out there um, in that regard. That you know we're small enough to where we can kind of we can do that. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a massive production line, so we can kind of control you know that aspect of it and. Which is really important to us. You know, I grew up working in restaurants and stuff like that. So, um, you know, having that, having control of that quality is super important to us. So we can, like you said, you know, it's it's beneficial having stuff you don't have to try and choke down in the field. Um, when, you know, eating is more fun than a chore out there, it just makes your whole time a little bit more enjoyable. So. Oh, definitely. So do you think... Um... Will you be ramped up? I'm only asking this so people don't email me and ask. Uh, <laughs> will you be ramped up by the party time of like June time frame, you think? Yeah. So our goal is just kind of keep rolling out the weekly batches. Um, so honestly, right now, like if you're prepping up for a whole bunch of hunts, I just it's kind of a pain in the ass. But I, you know, we'll we'll try and post on social media and stuff like before we drop a meal. So you kind of know which one it is coming up on Friday or whatever. Um so honestly, best bet would be if you if you're trying to stock up for your whole season, um, just kind of make a couple of orders when the meals that you think you might like pop up. Do that, but we're also you know we are stashing away a handful of each batch that we're doing and that we have been doing. So hopefully by the time you know the bulk of summer comes around, when most guys are actually thinking about food and kind of getting ready and prepping up for their trips, that we'll have a little bit of backstock and everything. Gotcha. So that's the plan as of now. Um, obviously with the way they've been selling, that might change. Um, they because might be out faster. as faster. Yeah. They're out as fast as they come in. Fuck, right? They've been selling out in like <laughs> two hours on the website. That's so. what I was asking. Cause the way my brain works, I would be not to give anybody any ideas, emailing you saying, can I cut you a check for 500 bucks and just send me some shit? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they, they do sell out like, cause we ran out. At some point in time, and I ordered blue raz and, and I think jerky, um, and that was in stock. But pretty much everything else was out of stock, and it had just been in stock. So I'm like, Jesus, within 48 hours, it yeah. was all gone, basically. Yeah, the meals have been just flying off the website. Um, and not like we've been putting them extreme amount of them on there, but they've been going super good. We've been getting real good feedback about them. So that's our next big thing is, you know, right now we're kind of looking at what's the next step to kind of increase the number of those we can put out, which basically involves us waiting on a quote right now for a big custom freeze dryer, which will probably give me a fucking heart attack when that comes <laughs> in. But they're, uh, and that's the problem with freeze dryers is like right now we use a bunch of the little ones that, you know, Everyone's probably heard of the harvest rights. We have a whole handful of them. Amy um, just looked at getting one for us, and yeah. it was twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, oh my God. even those aren't cheap. Um, and honestly, they they work really good. They turn out a great product. Um, I think you only need twelve meals on the ones she looked I think at. The biggest ours we can do, we get like fifteen out of ours, yeah. and we have the bigger ones, and we've got a handful of them. Um, and yeah, they'd be great for at home. Like if you're, I'd, I'd recommend that all day. I mean, I love, I love when people buy our stuff, but I love seeing people do it, you know, kind of DIY too. Um, love, you know, people asking questions, happy to help out in that regards. Cause at the end of the day, we can't make enough meals to feed everybody right now anyways. So you gotta um, be pretty committed. Like if Frank yeah, and I got, too. well, I say if Frank and I got one, if Amy got one, cause Frank and I don't cook at all. Um, <laughs> oh, it'd be perfect for you guys. Yeah. yeah but I mean, the other thing, you I mean, but we barely have time to function as a normal, you know, day-to-day job slash hunt slash whatever. We'd have to have Amy making them for us because we just wouldn't have 
I don't think we'd have sometimes maybe I mean the thing is is with like with Amy she's a cook and she likes it and then you freeze dry it so yeah. you've got the multiple yeah. step process where I can barely boil eggs right so let alone <laughs> do all that shit but bagel bites yeah no kidding um so when you uh uh, like, you know, with the new freeze dryer processor or, you know, if you're going to get your food, um, good God, freeze dried, I guess they have to custom make that for you. Is that why it's so expensive? Yeah, that's what I was getting at is like there's not really a middle of the road sized machine. Um, it's either, you know, we're super lucky because we've got the I think it's the second biggest freeze drying company in the country, like five miles down the street. And they do a lot of bear. That's where we get all the berries from for the yeah. breakfast. So they do most, you know, we're up in, in Whatcom County where I live. We're like, we do more berries than most of the country combined. So they do all the berries and kind of vegetables and produce up there. But they're the ones that are kind of helping us out, um, kind of source that custom unit. But yeah, they're, I mean, shit, their machines do like 3,000 pounds at mm. a time. So I think that'll cost like a hundred grand for that. For, yeah, it's, it's. It's a yeah, house. Over, yeah, over. It's a house in North Dakota, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit over over the uh, six-digit mark. It's <laughs> <laughs> insane. You know, it's something that I think, um, you know, if this summer keeps up and things keep going like it is, it'll be something worthwhile, uh, be a worthwhile investment. So um, that's it's super exciting, but also a little little terrifying getting a big old big old machine like that. Um, right now it's kind of nice with the, you know, we have a bunch of those little small, smaller units. Um, so if one goes down, it's not the end of the world. Um, so it's super exciting, man. I'm excited to, to kind of work through the process of that. So there's a lot of, a lot of details to kind of figure out with, with that still, but yeah, we are waiting on a quote for a custom freeze dryer. So fall goes as planned should have, uh, should have that by, uh, next summer is the, is the goal. So. Gotcha. Frank, you look like you're in deep thought. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. If you do make that commitment, I would imagine you probably, well, if you sell, if it's $100,000, you're going to have to sell 200000 in food just to cover the nut. Yeah. <laughs> Before you make any money back, you'll be a food dehydrating motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like I said, there's a lot uh, There's a lot to go into that still, but it's uh, I'm super excited about it, so... We'll see. A lot, lot, you know, trying to figure out how we're going to make that happen, I guess, would be the biggest hurdle once we, you know, do get the quote back on that. And whether we do some crowdfunding stuff or trying to do some more traditional financing is what's kind of around. running around in my head do right now. Fund so, me. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you'd make enough money if you did a GoFundMe. You got enough, uh, you got enough of a following or backing. Yeah. yeah, we've been looking at kind of looking into some of the crowdfunding stuff like that too and might make something fun out of it over this summer. So we're just kind of trying to put the details around that and see what we might be able to do or not be able to do here. So Yeah, uh, that's cool. I want to crowdfund yeah. a crowdfund me fucking new forerunner. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Where you know who's starting to put GT's kombucha should definitely come on board if you're listening cuz we've sold more GT's in Toyota and Copenhagen. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Off-market sponsors, man. We need to, yeah. yeah, we need them to start listening or something. Yeah, because I mean, you know, we talk about we. Uh, it's not like I chew anything but Copenhagen, so they're kind of <laughs> fucking me, really. I mean, they're kind of fucking me. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't. I've been giving people mouth cancer for twenty years. I, what the hell? It's expensive to kill yourself too. Oh lord. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't laugh, Frank. Uh, what do you think? I could have. I probably could have paid for an F four fifty four door in a freaking year uh, with a uh, Copenhagen well, cash. Let's mathematically, figure this out. So I you're choose, about a can, <laughs> what are you like a can a day? Nineteen. So nineteen ninety five, and it's so two thousand fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Let me so get out the Twenty three years. It's a lot of tobacco. So yeah, it's, it's bad. So <laughs> let's ma- let's figure this out. Twenty. So. 23. 23 times 365. You might not want to finish that math uh, equation. 8,395 <laughs> times an average of $5 is $41,975. New forerunner. Oh, there my you go, God. Frank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I did that right. <laughs> Fuck, I shouldn't have figured that out. It's <laughs> a lot of money. I figured it'd be more, though, in what? 20, did you say 25 years? 23. Yeah. That's eh, not bad. Yeah, it be it's not good either. I'm surprised I still have my teeth. <laughs> some of them are fake. When, You've aged know. well. Yeah, I tried. Um, you, I might to, be over, you might be over the hump at this point. It's like, you know, sometimes you see, like, old grandmas who are, like, 95, and they've smoked since they were fucking 12. <laughs> You're like, how are you still alive? And they're like, suck it up, pussy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no filter. They're coming yeah. right for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, so you uh, may be in that, uh, that, that phase of... Uh, Copenhagen, where you're just good, and you're just good, and you're in the clear. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I uh, I think though, as far as like, I get a lot of flack because I preach, you know, eating healthy and whatever, and then I chew a can a day. So it is hypocritical. But Not everybody's got their vice. Yeah. Um, it started in the army when they're like, hey, you know, just chew. You'll choke on your spit if you fall asleep when you're on patrol. Like, oh, <laughs> sounds like a good idea. <laughs> All right, go. Sold. Uh, Tabasco sauce under the eyes, you know, pour just straight Folgers coffee under your tongue. It's amazing what you can do to stay awake. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. On that note, uh, you coming out with any energy drinks? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, uh, the supplement industry is as much of a pain in the the ass, I think, is the the food. All of that's kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah, I will not be crossing over into the supplement industry. <laughs> I was talking to Josh Bomar yesterday about the protein, protein powder, like uh, the hot chocolate. We mix it with coffee. Uh-huh. And then, have you tried the birthday cake? I haven't tried it. It's, it's like drinking a birthday cake. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> but he was talking about the kind of the same thing that with you've got going on. It's it's a it's a pain, right? It's just a pain in the butt to come out and then come out with quality. Because yeah. you can do lick and stick. You, same with optics, right? You can go to a company that uh, will basically relabel. Um, yeah. Which you're not doing. But, you know, you could go yeah. to a, well, on a supplement, you can go to a, uh, same kind of, like, Japanese optics. You can go to their warehouse, their facility, and pretty much pick and then put your label on, which some optics companies do that. And then um, to do something original is what, or, or semi-original is is a lot more expensive and a lot more of a pain in the in the butt, which you're doing, especially the bison and quail. That may be a loophole for one thing, but it's also an epic pain in the ass for another. It's extreme, a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and um, yeah, that's um, one thing. I think, you know, I don't even know, but the supplements, they probably have more of an FDA regulation than we do even with, you know, some of the stuff that they put in there Remember and all that, that jazz. But Back in the day, uh, McGuire, when he was just cranking yeah. homers, right? I was in Korea at that time. And... Uh, what was that stuff he was taking? In, in a, <laughs> I don't know. In a, uh, I know his fucking head got huge. It, it was uh, him and Jose Canseco and uh, Sammy Sosa. It was, legal, it was legal at the time, um, and it worked. Uh, and <laughs> and it worked. God, I can't. Anibal? Uh Anyway. Oh, D-ball? No, D-ball's oh. super illegal. No, <laughs> D-ball. 
b-ball i mean that'll make a baby born naked d-ball ever tell you when i was in high prank. school um these dudes were like yeah hey, let's get some fucking d-ball bro oh and uh they came to school with a fucking bottle that had a horse on it yeah that's probably d-ball yeah yeah i was like what the fuck it was like scary. horse pills so when i yeah i mean so when you get get um i mean because like when you're like what I'm doing now with the test replacement, you're just taking like I'm taking a milliliter of, of test, which is 250 grams of milligrams of sipinate yeah. a week, which pretty much puts you back where you should be at my age. Right. Too many head injuries, I guess. So when you buy this stuff, you know, when you're it's a level three now. Again, I'm not a lawyer, nor am I an expert at this, but there's, <laughs> there's the meth- methamphetamines and, and steroids are the only two. And actually, this will be good to get feedback on. They can beat you down your door without a warrant for these two drugs, right? For st- steroids, because they, depending on who you ask, as far as controlling, you know, because they, they can be, most other drugs are made outside of the United States. These can be made inside. Um, but you're buying shit for horses, right? So, like, I took clenbuterol, um, which is a horse decongestant. It's been a while. So, so it's when I first <laughs> took it, I was like, <clears throat> and then would hack up. I'm like, am Some I getting serious, Louis? Well, it's a bronchial dilator, and so it opens up your airways, but you know, it also cleans out your chest, and that's what it's for horses. Well, yeah, it's got a horse and a pig and a chicken on it when you buy it. Like on the bottle, it's got like a little pig, horse, and chicken, <laughs> and it says veterinarian grade. So, uh, is it a pill? So, uh, clenbuterol is, oh, uh, or I think you can get in a dropper too, but I took pills. <laughs> um, uh, figure models take it a lot. It makes you pretty lean, um, or leans you up pretty good. Can, is, huh. So that's illegal. Fuck yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> um, so how the fuck do you come across An- that? Anabar like? is another one that, uh, is pretty good for cutting you up. But the, so the, <laughs> the thing is, um, when you, so when you take this, Clenbuterol makes you, if I remember correctly, because it's been a while, it makes you run a bit hot, right? So you put a supercharger on your your Tacoma, you're probably going to go up a few degrees on your average temp on your car, right? Well, you take clenbuterol, you're going to run a little hot. And so it'd be a blizzard and I'd have a t-shirt on because <laughs> um, you're running a little bit hotter than normal. And so how we start to, went from off-grid to this, I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it happens. It, uh, so like... You know, with all that stuff, like with D-ball, that is a, and I guess would consider an anabolic, and there's people way better at this stuff than I am, but it causes massive acne and a lot of rage. Um, that's one of the reasons I never had super issues. So I took Trinabolin once, and that fucking caused some problems, um, <laughs> like bad problems. But you can have, need kidney transplant from taking Trin for six months oh, and be sure. on a dialysis yeah. machine, dialysis machine. But that's how Big Sean died. Uh, I mean, we brought him back to life, but that's how he kicked the bucket. Uh, oh, Trin, shit. His kidneys shut down, which made all his other organs shut down. We were on a job site, just fell the fuck over. And uh, next thing you know, he's on life support. So it's, there is long-term repercussions when you start treating your body like an amusement park. Um, yeah. I mean, the human... Like, whether you believe in religion or God or anything else, there's a certain size everyone's supposed to be naturally. And you can either get skinnier, get a little bigger, eat some tuna, eat clean. But there's a certain point you pass that where you have drugs that help you. And at that point, you're crossing a boundary. There's going to be some potential long-term repercussions. And you've seen the size I got. And I didn't even really, one, know what I was doing. And two, um, have like the proper... 
you know, I just ate like a horse and lifted super heavy. But, you know, you go to the Arnold, people are like, oh, are they natural? Fuck no, they're not natural. <laughs> yeah. They're wooden Arnold. Like, yeah. no one can get that big. Now, you have like Josh Bomar's a good example. Uh, um, well, Lance isn't freakishly huge, but he's shredded. But what's Dan? Dan Mead, yeah. Dan Mead. He, He's he's not nor now he's not on anything, but that's as big as most humans can get. Yeah, naturally. I mean there's some freaks out there, but yeah, you're right. I mean you can only you can only do so yeah, but much. But then you look at some of these other guys, um, they're just not supposed to be that size. So think about <laughs> what they're gonna look like when they're 65, 70. All saggy, right? Like their kidney is probably the hardest or their liver is probably the hardest part of their body. Gone. What happened to C. T. Fletcher? He got all fucked up. Was, was he, he taking heart transplant? Was he taking whatever? Well, he says he wasn't. Allegedly but... he was not. Yeah. I mean he had I, to have a heart transplant. I say I eat healthy all the time too, and I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never did steroids, but I'm gonna need that new heart, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean there's I mean you can have when we said when Sean hit the ground, I mean the first thing I because I had to tell his doctor i had to be the one to break it to him like hey he's on some shit i thought he had a brain tumor because of what he was taking or heart problems and you know in the at the end of the rabbit hole his kidney shut down which made everything else in his body shut down now i mean the we're going on fucking way off of food here but whatever um <laughs> when you get the male ego involved in in the fact no one certain men don't like to lose Frank seen it. I do dumb. I'm no, not a spring chicken. And I, I, well, you asked me about CrossFit yesterday. What was my response? Is it too competitive. He wanted, he'll be the best. Yeah. I, I can't, I suck. Just go full send losing. Yeah. And I got too much other crap going on. And <laughs> so what happened with, with Sean and I was, um, he was deaf for one. His dad boxed his ears in big dude in the gym. He walked up to me or I walked up to him and I said, Hey dude, do you need a workout? partner and because uh, i always you know lift with someone stronger yeah well, i thought he was russian or lithuanian but he didn't have his hearing aids in right and uh so we lifted and and there was uh some things i could beat him out for the most part though he was stronger just about everything well then i started taking stuff and skyrocketed past him and well he wasn't going to have that so of course he got on yeah. to stuff well he never got off i Damn. did and Long-term, and, and Trinibolin gives you superhuman strength, sex drive, aggression, like there is no fear. And if you're already wound like a, you know, spun up like an eight-day clock, yeah, you don't want to be taking Trin. Like, <laughs> Sounds like we need to come out with a new breakfast. <laughs> so you told you we'd bring it back into food here. <laughs> Throw some Trin in there. Don't want to get jacked. <laughs> Bunch of knuckle dragon, like a hair growing off their shoulder. Won't be sold on the website, people. You'll have to find me on the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so now. Hope the FDA doesn't listen. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, uh, shit. Now, though, you mean you you eat healthier. You work at it. I'm going to blame it on age, but you probably work out more than I do now. Yeah. Um, I would say probably. Doesn't fucking help, though. Uh, my, you're like, oh, yeah, I just went up the fire road twice. I'm like, oh, you can go again. And he just fucking beats me by like 300 yards. Well, I know I tried to I tried to catch him with no pack and my like running shoes on sea level sea level lungs. Of <laughs> I didn't have I didn't I have a do it. ton of weight in there. I, we should probably I think I got forty pounds in there. But oh, well, I, I, had zero, I had zero. <laughs> yeah. so. But the thing is though, uh, I probably only live for th well I've gotten bigger lately thirty minutes and you live for an hour hour and a half. Yeah. Um, but you know when you like new getting back on nutrition. I mean, there's a reason, Broderick, I hope you listen to this, is constantly in fucking pain. <laughs> when I go to Alabama, when I go at home, 
pretty much every part of my body hurts. It aches. There's, I had to call Bomar the last time because I'm like, is this age? What the fuck just, is wrong with is me? Is it inflammation? Inflammation. Yeah. So Bomar said, dude, you need to do this, this, and this. And he's like, triple up on the dose, pound water. Sure, he was right. Within a week, it went away. Now, I went to with just now with Jake in Nebraska. They cook, they eat buffalo, they everything. No soreness when I got back, no problems. Yeah. I lived on Quest bars, um, perfect bars, uh, the peanut butter bars. And then they cooked, and she cooked his wife, um, which she's super cool. I get, I love Zena's wife. She's awesome. Every night she cooked normal meals, no problems. We go to Alabama. I squat down. I'm not fucking coming back up. And when you start to eat all the processed sugar, carbs, a high content of sodium, and you're eating that constantly and you're not doing anything, you're going to have problems. That's one of the reasons why we liked your meal so much is now there's sodium obviously in the dinners, but when you're putting out that kind of physical energy, I mean, plus you have, if you don't put sodium in, it's going to taste like shit. It's part yeah, of the problem. Well that, you, know, <laughs> you know, we try to look at it too. Like where's your, where's your sodium content coming from? Yep. It's like, there's a big difference between like preservatives and just salt. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know you hear a lot of guys they eat salt sticks on those big ultra marathons or whatever like you need you need water. some salt so yeah. we try to keep it kind of middle of the road but yeah we try to keep it all you know all you know sea salt for yeah. the most part um, good clean gluten free noodles and stuff like that for exactly what you just kind of explained like you go you know you eat that eat a bunch of you know, processed sugars and stuff like that for a week, and you're gonna you're gonna feel it. Well, and not to toot your horn too too much, but I mean, truly, okay, your meal's fifteen. I think a Mountain House is probably eight ninety nine. Um, yeah, yeah it depends which like one it. you're looking at. Um, but if you like, when guys ask me diet advice, I'm like, it took you forty years to get that fat. You're not gonna get skinny in a month. You're gonna have to work at it. Well, people talk about the price. Okay, well, what do you spend on fucking Twinkies and Ho-Hos, right? So, I mean, it's not that bad if you're really trying to stay super health conscientious. As and I get older, well, and you're starting to feel it too. You're, what, 30 now? Yeah. You're constantly fucked up in your calf, <laughs> in <my> right? Calf, <laughs> you got plantar fascia. I got a, I've been foam rolling like a son of a bitch in the last few weeks and last few months, man. But it really hit me about 38 is where I started to feel, like my knees have been good, but my elbows is yeah. where I really feel it. But, um, I mean, we went on that mule deer hunt, which is probably one of the more aggressive hunts that I've done in a while because it was 13. That's when you guys did what's 12, the last 13 season? days. Yeah, yeah. where I yeah. tried to retire on something. Um, <laughs> like thir- I think we did 13 yeah. the first time, and we were back for two, and we rolled back in there without yeah. any problem. Most people it aren't going to – I mean, that, you're talking like lifelong issues. Like, I mean, we rolled back in without a problem, and we're, we're fine, and a lot of that I think is the nutrition side of it. Obviously, we train. Yeah. yeah. But like your, that buffalo chicken – or that buffalo um, – uh, Jesus. Um, uh, chili you chili, were talking about earlier? Those almond flour crackers we put, oh my God, yeah. we mix it in there. I mean, it'll make your, smack your eye out with your tongue. Yeah, those um, little Milton's crackers are yeah. <laughs> crack without the errs. Well, I ate a whole box of them last night like an idiot. You know, you start eating, we're yeah. watching TV, and it's, you know, the whole thing's gone. I'm like, I don't even want to read the calories on those. <laughs> Go free, though. Um, but yeah, it, it the nutrition part of it's huge. And, and anytime when you're in the backcountry, I don't think people realize how much more it helps to be yeah. nutritionally conscious. What are you weighing now, Frank, the tank? Uh, 184. And then what have you got up to? Well, fattest? Yeah. Like two, oh, I think like three or four years ago, I was like 205, 207-ish. Yeah. So. And then you normally. But now, though, I've been eating 
I've been more. eating more yeah. and every like two out, two and a half hours, three hours or so. So I've been eating more. So I think it's boosting my metabolism and trying to eat healthier. Well, and I think that uh, one of the reasons I get away with eating so much is for the last, you know, somebody like me bugging you. I don't think I bugged you, but or not bugging you, but telling you I just eat every two or three hours. It was a chick, right? She's a yeah. fit, figure fitness. Well, I mean, I dated her crazier than, I mean, nuttier than squirrel shit. But those she, ones are the best. Yeah. She knew <laughs> nutrition and she was constantly preaching to me, eat every two to three hours, yeah. pay attention to your macros and your metabolism will get going, increase your protein content. Well, when we did that, basil, basil, um, basically my, um, how, how many calories I burn in a day. Yeah, figuring out your base metabolic metabolic rate or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, if I was sleeping. Yeah. And it was like 2,300 and some calories. They checked it twice. Damn. And Jessica said that's from being active and eating two to three hours and yeah. trying not and keeping it, you know, healthy where you can actually end up eating more and, I mean, lose weight. I mean, within reason, but you're eating all the time now. You're over there scarfing like crazy. I'm up with age a little bit where I'm a little more worried about it, but I probably put on a bit um, since I started taking the test. I probably put on, what, 15, I bet. But it's mostly muscle. It's I don't think probably I, all muscle. They said it was no, I haven't gained any fat, but I've gotten stronger. So yeah, I was say, it yeah, it's pretty noticeable. Give you yeah. some strength boost. Yeah, I mean, like... You know, Avery's the one that he reminded me the other day. I gave credit to Rogan, but it was Avery that was bugging me about to get my test checked because of head injuries. Yeah. Because um, Avery doesn't produce any. Yeah. Like, and I, about two weeks is when I really noticed it. And then, like, you don't really think about it when you're, you know, you get older and it just, you decrease and you're like, ah, whatever. And you just try to eat healthy. And yeah. then, it's like, fuck, something's wrong. And then you get on something with test replacement, and you're like, holy shit, what did I do? Like, like, <laughs> what are what, we missing out been? on? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I take less caffeine now. And, and so it's been super good. And I can't stress enough the nutritional side of it, though. I mean, especially since you're on here. But, I mean, eating healthy is, I mean, the battle. That is the big one. Well, look at Luke. Luke's fat. How much does Luke train? <laughs> he does a lot. Luke trains like a, a bunch. Gladiator Unleashed Luke? Yeah. And he's pretty fluffy. Now, I'm not saying he probably beat shit out of me, but I mean, he, for as much as he trains, he's like Darth Vader going through the woods. I mean, but he he says his his toughest fight of his life is diet. Remember when he yeah. said that? He was like, that's the biggest battle I have. And oh, it's yeah, hard I'm to get the same way, on. man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we were talking about it earlier. Like, if I ate a bunch of shit, I'd be huge. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, you've got the same body I, type yeah, I, I have. I eat clean. I just eat a lot of food. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, I work out hard, but it's like my kind of... Dude, I've been the same size since like ninth grade. Yeah. Is there like three body types or something? In, Endomorph? A, a, a little of that's bro science, but I talked about, I had Dan on. Dan's super yeah. intelligent guy, but there's a mesomorph, endomorph, and ecto. There's something to that, man, for sure. Well, I think some of them are, are, are mixed, but some people, um, skinny people will never be big. Yeah. Big people never be skinny, and then you have assholes like Lance, Cliff, and Dan um, <laughs> yeah. that are just and Josh Beaumont, super freaks, just freaks. And for example, you could probably get skinny. You can, yeah. When oh, I yeah. say, but you would have to put it'd be your literally your life, like weighing food, like a, a level of discipline that is certainly not fucking fun. Yeah. And I don't. Well, one, I don't want to be skinny, skinny, but like you, well, Frank, you're probably more disciplined you're more disciplined than me for sure i've been trying but i don't think you can get below 180 without really going ape shit yeah um, i think the 
as an adult, the skinniest I've gotten was like 178. Yeah. And that was like decently shredded, but it took a lot of fucking effort. It yeah. was like meal prepping, yep. tons of meal planning. Well, the other thing too is you packed on muscle. Yeah. And so people, if you're at 13 to 15% body fat, you're pretty sh- shredded. I mean, you're not shredded, but you're in pretty freaking good pretty shape. pretty strong regardless, yeah. yeah. Um, and then like you, have you tested yours? Mm-hmm. You should go down to Jesse. What was and Shannon Sharp at his, at his uh, like three or five yeah, percent? Fucking and, and well, Rocky, crazy. In Rocky, when he was in the pool, he was so shredded, he about drowned. That because he, he couldn't, he couldn't no swim. Buoyancy. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Sank like a rock. You know, women like women when they get below, I think twelve, they stop having their menstrual cycle. And again, I'm not oh, a doctor, really? so people, <laughs> fuck, I'm just guessing. It's close. I don't want to hear any shit. But yeah, when they get below a certain amount, oh. they can't have their their and they can't get birth or they have trouble getting Perfect. pregnant. Um, <laughs> but uh, where with, are them shredded girls at? <laughs> with with men, I would say any uh, of the body type that's more of the 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 fat kid, like basically like you and I are, you, once you get to that 13 to 15, you fucking got to buckle down to really get below. And yeah. it's, I can't buckle down because I like peanut butter. I ate half a jar last night. I'm happy for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's, your, what's your advice? Same peanut, like peanut butter and stuff like that, man. It's like, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I, I eat clean. Um, I just eat a lot. And, like I've, you know, if I get down to like, if I get down to 200, I think I'm like 218, 220 right now. Yeah. If I get down to 200, I'm looking pretty mean. So I try to, you know, and I fluctuate like in the winter. I, you know, I don't kind of lot. So we're season. just like sitting in a fucking blind eating shit all day. Um, and then, you know, kind of this time of year and throughout the winter, try to get, get back on the, uh, get back in the backcountry train and yeah. trim down a little bit. So just need to get on the train and stay on the train one of these days and I watched semi pro last night yeah. the meaty 220 yeah, exactly, pounds that's yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> coffee yeah. black uh, I think I'm it's a funny movie man 216 myself but what are you 510 yeah I'm like yeah 510 yeah. 220 what are you Frank what tight I'm a 6 1-ish yeah because you and I when you're bigger and I'm smaller, we're close. But now you've crushed me. I'm 216 and you're 180, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but uh, I I think that... Um, oh, hold on here. That semi-pro movie, is that the one where the dude walks in on his girl having sex with the, the guy? And then he's like, oh, no, you're good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> a super fan. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's like, go ahead and bang my wife, man. Yeah. Uh, man, parts of Amy never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> His brother's a retard. He's <laughs> six foot ten from a country I can't out pronounce. He's ugly as shit. <laughs> it's, uh, that's but, a funny movie. But what the hell is the song he sings? I love me sexy. Yeah, he's got his own soundtrack, uh, and yeah. then he plays at his own club every night. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we watched that. Oh, and that's a Woody funny Harrelson movie. In it. Pretty good. Uh, she, she. I told her you're gonna be dumber for after you watch this, <laughs> yeah. but you'll laugh a lot. Well, we always crack up because it takes place in Flint. I grew up, grew up in Michigan, and it's just, like, funny watching that. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh. old Flint town, baby. Yeah, everybody love everybody. That's what <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Harder was saying oh, when I was yeah. getting ready to beat shit out of Patrick. He kept going, E-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> everybody love everybody. <laughs> right there. Read it on the wall. Yeah, it's pretty they let, the, uh, they let the grizzly bear loose in the, <laughs> in the basketball arena. He's like, nobody panic. <laughs> then he starts screaming and running all over the fucking place. Have you ever been hitting the jejunum? <laughs> yeah. I've never puked before. Uh, well, on that note, uh, where can everybody find you? We should probably hop off this thing. Soon. Yeah. Um, you know, websites, uh, offgridfood.co. Um, and then, you know, we're kind of on the, uh, 
in the social media scene as Off Grid Food Co. on both you know Facebook and Instagram. So you know my number is on the on the website. Feel free to give me a call. My email's on there. Shoot me a note if you have any questions or want to ask any you know kind of you know any advice on how to get your you know food plan set up or whatever. Love helping guys out with questions and stuff like that. So you know give us a call or, or shoot us a note and. We'll, uh, we'll help you guys out. So I'd, I'd highly suggest getting on the train now and start ordering just in case because it does go fast. Um, and you got jerky, too, and that jerky's damn good. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about that too much, but it's definitely probably half of our meal plan. I mean, we're definitely the breakfast and the, the dinners are, I mean, we run yours. We do, we're awesome. getting ready to do a food kind of a review thing. We've got a bunch of different foods um, that we've been trying out, but we've run yours for the most part pretty much all the time and it's good so definitely um get on there and get them ordered before they're all gone because they do go pretty quick yeah no and every like i said every friday um at noon pacific time is when we're trying to upload those meals so uh around midday friday we're just trying to keep that consistent so we don't you know put it up on a wednesday morning and then they're gone by wednesday at lunch so everyone will kind of have an idea of when they're going to be up there um like i said we'll try and make a post before we put them up there so you know kind of what's going to be on the website so um but yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can keep those rolling, and then um, you know, hopefully uh, by next summer we'll have a lot more of those out there and available for a lot more people. You'll so. be in debt, but you'll have more. Yeah, food. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll be true. So, oh Lord, we got anything, Frank? No, I don't. But thanks for coming on, man. It was fun. Thanks for coming to cardio this morning. I, I sprung that on him late yesterday. I'm like, well, if you want to come by and get a little cardio, and then come and do a podcast you should do that yeah so. no it was, like i said it was good to uh good to go suck some air with my sea level lungs. I, I was on my second lap and you're like oh come on we're almost to the top i'm fuck i know he shamed you back it into was another like, one it was like going snowboarding with somebody <laughs> that knows how to snowboard really good like yeah come on dude come hike with us and then you're like all right and then he was gone <laughs> yeah like, oh, cool. well I'll just, I'll just hang out here in the back by myself <laughs> well oh, i didn't have any weight so i was like oh, i'm gonna try and keep up here i got my running shoes on <laughs> nope not gonna do, not gonna happen You're right too now too far behind me no i almost, i got close to you there the last little bit yeah i was gonna say you were you were sucking high titty. Yeah, you, you, had big, you had a big pack on too. I was packing uh, a water bottle like a pussy. <laughs> I'm only bringing it up because he's doing CrossFit and I make fun of it. <laughs> Do you <But>. CrossFit? <laughs> but, CrossFit? Yeah, no, that fun. was that was fun. Glad you threw that out there. And yeah, thanks for thanks for having me on and yeah, thanks fun, for all man. the support. Really appreciate it, you guys. For sure, for sure. I actually, before we go, Frank, the CrossFit thing. Where are you going to CrossFit? So everybody can come visit. I've been hitting CrossFit at CrossFit Lakewood. Is that uh, Orion? That's uh, Orion Tol- Is it, How do you say his last name? Tolkien? Tolchin. Uh, J-R-R Tolkien. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, in, it's in Lakewood, Lakewood, Colorado. It's off of Wadsworth and Colfax. So it's been fun. I've been doing it for like three, three four weeks now. So I like it. It's, a, it's definitely a lot different than your conventional working out, and that's kind of why I wanted to do it, to switch things up a little bit. seems like uh, doing the group thing would probably keep you coming back and motivated. Yeah, there's a lot of um, probably what competition <laughs> or competitive attitudes there, so it kind of keeps you keeps you good. You got there any hotties? There's some fucking hotties. <laughs> now that <laughs> that's I, now, how it goes. Now that I know this yeah. uh, non-menstrual cycle thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. On that note, uh, folks, thanks for tuning in. Right on. <laughs>